Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 21, and guys, we're finally legal. And if you've been enjoying our episodes, please go back, listen to our previous ones, and subscribe on iTunes. That really helps us out. And just so everyone knows, this episode is going to be a recap of our magical adventure in Disney World. We had a lovely time at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival, so stay tuned. So Trina, what is in our cup this week? This week we are drinking Vouvray Clicquot. I think I said that correctly. It's a Brut Champagne. This was given to me for my birthday by one of our great listeners, Michelle Pereira. She gave us this bottle last week, so we're trying it this week as a little special occasion drink. It's very delicious. It's very Mm -hmm. smooth and fruity flavored. What do you guys think of it? Yeah, I think it's pretty delicious. And um, I think we have actually probably tasted... Something like this or something similar to this and when we were in Disney, right? Yes, yes. but it's pronounced Vivay Kumquat. Something like that, yes. Oh, okay, sure, yes. <laughs> My I'm, French is amazing. It is amazing. We mm-hmm. got a little French lesson, which you'll hear about later on, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she said it was Vivay Clicquois. I I'm, I think I'm making that up. I don't know. Uh, it sounds wrong in my head. <laughs> uh, I bypassed all high school, middle school French. I I do not know, but uh, sure. It, <laughs> my school I did took, not offer French. I took Spanish. <laughs> I just know it tastes good. Yes, it does it taste very very good. Um, oh, also another little funny note about this. Uh, this is the champagne that they kept showing off on our cruise to Alaska, and it was like at all the champagne bars. But then when they gave us a bottle to come home with, I, I think I recapped this on a past episode. I got really mad because it wasn't this kind. <laughs> so now I'm finally getting to try it, and it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> okay, wait. So they were gonna give you this, but then they gave you that other bottle that we had. Yeah, the one that we all didn't like. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that we're actually getting to have the actual bottle that they pretended to offer you exactly they should write a letter they had this like in all the pictures at all the bars and like different sizes and then they gave me some really really bad off-brand champagne whatever that this is amazing and they should give this to everybody yeah (laughs) take that alaskan cruises or whatever cruise line you went on that's right i want the real or (laughs) kumquat all right well Let's get into champagne shout outs. So this week, we want to give a quick shout out to all the magical helpers that made our trip amazing down to Florida. So we would love to give a shout out to Ron, Phyllis, Laurie, Aaron, and Layla. Thank you guys for everything you did to make this trip so magical, so wonderful, for being very welcoming and generous with your time and just so much. We were spoiled. We were spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it I don't was... know if we were deserving of it, but we were spoiled rotten, and they are all wonderful people. Yes, it was so great. And they're like Mickey Mouse's little magical elves. They sprinkle that pixie dust that is on great. this trip, y'all. I have not been to Disney World since I was six. So this is my first adult trip to Disney. And um, I did not fully understand why people went to Disney as adults without children. I was like, okay, sure, I guess, whatever. Uh, But let me just say, I'm 
Now you don't know why they go with children, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> and and for people who followed our Instagram, um, I'm sure you saw Minnie Mouse ears on my head in pictures. Um, yeah, those were on my head pretty quick by uh, <laughs> the time we got into Epcot. Like, I was like, show me to the nearest Disney store and let me buy these Minnie Mouse ears with interchangeable bows, which I'm sure Lindsay appreciated. Hashtag bows before bros. Yes. So, That's right. <laughs> so all, all of everyone that helped us out, like, you guys are amazing. If you follow our podcast Instagram at the Champagne Way, you've probably seen that we did a little podcast recording while we were at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival at Disney World. Uh, we had an absolute blast doing it. If you want to check out the highlights reel from that, you should check out our Instagram at the Champagne Way and look up the Disney pictures. Um, but we are about to play some of those recordings that we took while at the Food and Wine Festival. So enjoy these fun little segments. We are at the Disney Epcot Food and Wine Festival, coming to you live. We are at the Shimmering Sips Mimosa Bar in the Festival Center. What have you tried? So far, uh, we've been here like 10 minutes and I've had the Key Lime Mimosa, the Blood Orange Mimosa, and a Fromosa, which is a frozen mimosa. What about you, Jess? Um, I have had the Madre Mimosa, which has some cranberry sparkling wine in it, and it's delicious. And I've had sips of everyone else's as well. <laughs> I've had sips of everyone else's, and I've tried the Key Lime Mimosa, the Tropical Mimosa. Uh, I tried a little bit of the Madras and the Frozen Mimosa. So far, Key Lime is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. what, was, what was y'all's? Um, I really like the Frozen Mimosa because it's so hot out here, but it is a little sweet. I couldn't drink a ton of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, your Tropical Mimosa, the taste I had of that was really delicious. I thought it would be really sweet because it had some juices in there, but it was like very refreshing. Yeah, I think it's the type of juices they use because it's like a... I don't know what did it say on there, like papaya. It tastes like mango and papaya to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like we were in the tropics. It is very much tropical. <laughs> uh, what are y'all looking forward to the most before we get into the rest of the day? Uh, drinking. Drinking more. <laughs> drinking more. All right, you want to tell us about the shirts that you made for us, Lindsay? Oh, okay. So if you've never been to Disney, one of the best things is all the shirts that people wear. So I made a shirt, and it has three little wine glasses, and they are kind of decorated in the Disney villains. And it says, you can't sip with us. <laughs> and what's that from? Um, it, it's from Mean Girls. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all. We love it. And we want to introduce you to one of our listeners and our tour guide for this trip. Welcome, Laurie, to the Champagne Way. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for being here. She's showing us around, showing us where all the great stuff is. Uh-huh. What are your favorite things about this Food & Wine Festival? I'm more on the food side. Which country has the best food? Yeah. So far, this year. I mean, I know you've been here in years past, so what's your favorite this year so far? So far, this is my second time in the season so far, so I'm still working up through the passport. But um, I tend to spend a lot of time in Canada, Mexico, yep, yeah. nothing too exotic. France is always a good one for me as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, last year in one of the countries, I tried some sort of like little bread thing that had like cheese in the center of it. I don't know what country that was from. Do you have any idea where that would be from? 
It's like a cheesy, puffy bread thing. Maybe Morocco? You say healthy bread thing? No, definitely not. Okay. It's cheesy and puffy, and there's nothing about that that's healthy. <laughs> it was delicious, though. It was like the softest bread ever and had like a light cheese fluff Yum. in it. Oh, good. I just remember the glow nut from last year. Oh, yes. But I thought that whole area was fun with the glow. I thought it was great. I think it's back again this year, but... I think it is. That's awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this where, like, your drinks glow? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to that, if that is around this year. It was so cool last year. Um, it's one of the only places that had champagne last year, and you could get it and have these little bubble things inside of it, and the whole drink glows, and uh, there was even, like, an explanation on one of the boards that explained, like, how you make champagne and the process of it. It was super cool. Oh. Well, I'm so glad they've expanded Champagne to other areas this year. Um, I would like to say it was for us. They did it just for us. It's special. prepping for our show. It's like they knew that this podcast was going to be formed this year. Yes. And yes. So Trina, your sister gifted us with these amazing little food and wine festival passports. What exactly is this? So the passport is uh, a little passport booklet. So you, since Epcot has all the different countries around the world, um, you go through each area and there's different selections of foods and drinks that you can try. And you can mark in the passport like which country you went to with like a little sticker oh. for each stand that you stopped at. And then you can actually mark the different things that you tried so you can keep track of that from year to year. So, of course, they change food and drinks throughout each each year, but... Um, for people who are here every week or yeah. almost every day. Right. <laughs> That's for the, the fun locals who get to come here all the time. Yes, and I'm going to be one of those people because I'm moving into the Disney castle. <laughs> so, when, when Lindsay moves here, she'll be able to come back every day and she'll know what she tried. So, she doesn't want to try it all in one... Uh, you know, one day, which would be very, yes, very I hard. Do. <laughs> it's a goal. <laughs> right. but Hashtag life goals. Life goals, right there. Champagne wiggles, right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There used to be, if you went around the world and filled in every single thing, do they still do the gift at the festival center? Oh, you get a gift at the end? Well, then, uh, Oh, we might need to find that out. Come back and, because they used to do stamps instead of stickers. Well, then that's definitely champagne wiggles. That's new goals for the Day, right there. Thank you, Laurie. <laughs> and uh, you guys know that Jess is drinking Thinking Cap. Jess has that on her head, or actually on her um, mouse ears right now that she is wearing. Um, and she is storing away ideas and getting inspiration as she is drinking her way around the world and eating her way around the world. I have a request already. Yes. I would like you to take note of the uh, key lime mimosa as well as the tropical mimosa and uh, turn those into popsicles with your popsicle maker. Lizzie, are you listening? I know you are. Let's get on it, girl. Oh, and we just got a little snack snack. Oh, Lori brought us some Champagne Dreams Brut and Rosé gummy bears. Yeah. She knows us so well. <laughs> no podcast would be complete without gummy bears. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got a lot more champagne to drink and review for you. So stay tuned. Yeah. Stay Welcome back to the Food and Wine Festival 2018 here at Epcot. We are coming to you from the Chinese Pavilion, and we have all just enjoyed some Tipsy Ducks in Love. Now, what was inside the Tipsy Ducks in Love? Um, we had some Jim Beam, we had some coffee, we had some tea, and we had some chocolate all mixed together. So, like, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, how, how drunkish are we feeling? 
I'm feeling a three-ish. Yeah. I feel like, um, especially after drinking in the Chinatown area, the Baijiu Punch, um, when I drank that, I feel like I instantly shot up to like a six. Yeah. But then I sweat it all out, and now I'm back down to a three. It is so hot <laughs> What was What was in that, the Baijiu Punch? That one, okay, I'm going to totally... Rubbing like, alcohol. Yes, it, it tasted like rubbing alcohol on top. Because, okay, in fairness, when you stirred it up, it tasted amazing. They did not tell me to stir it up, so I sipped off the top and made the worst face in the entire world. And Producer Marshall laughed at me, and then I made him sip from the top, and then he made the same face, and I laughed at him. Uh huh. Chinese fine juice spirit, lychee, coconut, and pineapple juice is what was in it. It was very refreshing. It was very refreshing when stirred up. Always stir it up, otherwise, it's like rubbing alcohol on top. <laughs> but, but I agree, I feel like we've sweated out a lot of like oh, stuff. We've had some good food. The food has been like amazing. Oh, keeping on drinks though, how did y'all think about the margaritas in Mexico? Um, well, I got an extra shot in mine. Oh. So you felt great. So you yeah. felt great. That like helped me deal with this heat. Yes. It was, they were good. I had a frozen mango. I had a. Uh, I had a tequila sangria and then uh, half of Marshall's frozen margarita, which usually we don't do frozen, but in this uh, heat, heat, frozen margarita was like on point. Yes, I agree. So, and you had the frozen margarita with what in it? The extra shot? An extra shot. A little uh, top top. top top off. What was your favorite food so far? Uh, I loved the chicken dumpling from China. Oh, yeah. And then I love the Greek platter. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah. taste of Greece. The chicken souvlaki that was on that. Um, the taste of Greece had the chicken souvlaki, feta cheese dip with warm pita, and lamb sausage with a dill tomato ragu, and it was so yeah, good. Yeah. I also so good. loved the Thailand, the seared shrimp and scallop cake with a cold noodle salad. It was really good. That sounds good. We had some red hot spicy Thai curry beef with steamed rice. It had a nice bite on the end to it. Um, it was really good, and it sounds really strange. They had a Gersterminer uh, wine that they paired with that, which is a German white wine. So normally, I would be like very interesting Thailand, but they recommended to pair it with that dish. So Will and I, my fiance, we got that, and it was really good. Cool. All right, so we're just in China, and we've been here for how many hours? Um, it's been a couple, and we're like uh, not even a quarter away around the world at this point in time. But we had to go slow because we had to wait on Layla, who is here now. Hi, Layla. Hi. She uh, flew in early from her vacation just to meet us. I did. Where did you just come back from today? New York. New York. Where it was not as hot. It was not hot there at all. This weather is killing me. <laughs> but that always happens the first day back in Florida. Oh, that was like when we picked them up from the airport yesterday, and they were like, oh, we left Tennessee and it was like 60 degrees and we got to Florida and it's like 100. It's 150. So now that you're here and sweating to death, <laughs> you've been how many times this year? Four. This, this is my fifth. Your fifth time? This is my fifth. And when did this start? August 31st. <laughs> August 31st. Okay. Basically uh, once a week. You've been here at least once a week for like a month now. So yes. what do you get on okay. your fifth time? A larger cutting board. <laughs> Now they're like, whatever, you've been here, we've got your money. (laughs) Um, What has been your favorite thing so far from the Food and Wine Festival this year? What do we have to look forward to? Yes. Um, Flavors of Fire is my favorite booth still for food. Because they have a, um, it is back towards Future World, and it has a chimichurri steak on a corn cake that's amazing. Oh, pork, yeah. 
And then my favorite drink though is still the one from Paris, except I found out they have two more. They have a lemon and a orange martini slush, and the orange one tastes like an orange sherbet. What? So, yes, to all of that. So we have not even made it close to those areas yet. <laughs> All right, guys, there's a lot left to do, so we'll get to drinking. It's all for you guys to tell you all about it. Bonjour. All right, everyone, we are live from France. Woo! And we are fancy as fork drinking all kinds of fancy champagnes that we could never drink in Tennessee. Definitely not. At least not for this cost. <laughs> no. So we went to a cute little champagne shop, Lesbens de France. Is that, did I say that right? Yep, sure. Close enough. Yeah. So, and we got a champagne flight. So originally, if you get a five ounce pour of these, they're what, $26 they each? They were $26 each for a five ounce pour. All right, so we got a flight. So we're trying this for you guys. Hashtag tax write off. Also, if you're ever here for the Food and Wine Festival, you should check out the flight because it was $31 to try these same three champagnes yeah. that, like we said, were already $26 individually. Probably three, what do you think, three ounces? Three and a half ounces. Uh -huh. yeah. it's, a, it's a good pour still. Yeah. So, okay, so the, it, they're all brutes, so none of them are too sweet, but the sweetest one that we started with was Vivu Clicquant. Yeah, that, that's what it was. A demi-sec. Yep, Vivu de what? Was she the way that the French lady tried to pronounce it for us was Vivue Clicquant de Misset. Well, she didn't actually try to pronounce it for us. She did she pronounce did. it because she's actually French. We, we keep trying. I'm pretty sure my pronunciation is correct. Okay. Uh, what did y'all think about that one? It was um, it was definitely the sweetest of the three. Yeah. I'm impressed by all of these because they're just so smooth. But yeah. like. Um, out of the three of them, I would say this would, this would be compared to like your, probably your normal grocery store type champagne and the fact that it gets the higher end of it, it's much more smoother, but it's got a little bit more of the fruity tone yeah, to it. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, our second one was Rosé, Sparkling, Moet and Chandon Rosé Imperial. Fancy. Right. Moet Rosé. We bougie. Hey, we are bougie, and this so, is bougie. It's a pink label. Yeah. Moet and Chandon. I think that's how you pronounce that, at least. Which we've all wanted to try for the longest we time. We have. Yes, we have. We have been waiting for a special occasion. And I don't know what's more special than this right now. I love how it's a pink champagne, but it's very dry. It is very dry. It's not like most rosés. No. It's, I'm just, I can't get over how smooth all of these are. They don't yeah. have that little kind of heartburn you get sometimes get with bubbly or anything like that. It's, right. It just goes down so smooth. Yeah. You can taste the wealth in this. So yeah, so I'm, I'm down with this one right now. Yep. So the third one we're trying is the Moet and Shenden Imperial. And it is the driest and delicious. Yeah. This is definitely my favorite one um, out of the three just because it goes down the smoothest. Like Trina said, they are all so smooth. But this one is definitely the smoothest and I could drink it all day long. I could drink all three of these all day long. I'd like three more flights of this if possible. 
We need a sponsor for our next trip to the Food and Wine Festival, or at least just to France. So this is just the beginning for us in France. This is the first, obviously we hightailed it to the Champagne Bar, yep. um, but there's still a lot more in France that we haven't tried yet. Uh, but guys, uh, let's let's do a level check-in, friends. Yeah. Where are we on our, on our tipsy Champagne level? I'm gonna go with a, a six. I'm on a low six. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm I'm on a low I'm on a low seven ish. Like I'm I'm getting there. Like I'm feeling I'm feeling real good. I'm a solid seven because in Japan, producer Marshall and I went to the sake bar, and we were asking questions about sake, and he was telling us the cloudy sake is actually 18%, and uh, we were like, we want that one. And first of all, it was delicious. Second of all, we're going back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jess and fiance Will also had some sake. We did not have the cloudy sake. I had the specialty uh, sake for the food and wine festival, and he had the traditional sake. And yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, that was like the moment I was like just sip, sipping on that, and I was like, oh, hello, little buzz buzz. Yeah. I did not partake at the sake bar. However, while I was shopping in Japan, they all came over to me and made me individually try all of their sakis. So I kind of got a taste test of all the sake bars anyways, but yeah, pretty, pretty stout stuff right there. But Trina, you did buy a pussy in Japan. <laughs> I did buy the greatest cat purse or backpack ever. Whatever you want to call um, it, it's fine. Just saying. It is amazing and I'm definitely going to post a picture of it on our Instagram because it's got little paws that move and cover up its eyes and it's and amazing. It, it says meow. Yes. We'll add the sound effect. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah. We say meow for it. We we'll say meow so, for it. Last time we checked in in China, so we skipped India and Africa and we went to Germany and we had the schnickenoodlen. <laughs> Schnickenoodle. If you yeah. watch Sesame Street, Mr. Wait, wait, what is a schnickenoodle? It's a pasta with ham, onions, and cheese. It it sounds like a weird, dirty German sex move. I think that's also a thing. <laughs> uh, and then they had a roast bratwurst, which my husband had, and he would not share. Oh well, so it did he, look pretty good. He must have really liked it. Oh, and and Jess, you went to Spain and had a charcuterie in a cone. That would be a charcuterie in a cone. Um, it was. Amazing. It's basically prosciutto and salami and cheese and olives and a little paper cone. So it's like you can just walk around with it, which that's how I want to eat my little appetizers. Yes. It was really good. That thing always looks amazing. I tried it last year. I wasn't as, as much of a fan of it, but I'm also, I don't usually like some of those meats and the vinaigrette on it, but like my sister swears by it. So many other people love it. It's, it is picture worthy. So yeah, you, it, it was just it was good, and it had like a spicy kind of Italian vinaigrette, so I could eat that all day long. And then Lindsay and I, we headed over to Italy, and we tried the mezzi rigatoni, which was a vodka sauce, crispy pancetta, and Parmesan cheese. Y'all, that vodka sauce, so amazing. I mean, if I would have spilt that, I would have licked it off the ground. And then we also tried the Villa Sandy Prosecco while we were there. Uh -huh. And that was also it was good. delicious. And I went with, Layla and I went with the um, frozen margarita with limoncello and tequila. Um, it was not frozen anymore. 
I don't know if that was the Orlando heat or their machine was just broken, um, but it was still um, really, really good. Uh, limoncello, if you don't know, is like an Italian specialty. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like an Italian liqueur type of thing, and it married very well with tequila. Uh, next was America, and I have to tell you, the drink was lemonade and fireball. What? And I was like, hashtag I that. America for care. For care. I mean, that, that is <laughs> Did you try it? No! Who would want to drink You'd that? You'd probably be dead right now. I have a very sophisticated palate now that I've had this Moet and Chandon. I think now that we're past the age of like 22. I mean, <laughs> yeah. ba ba that, that's, that would have been something we would have totally drank when we were coming here drinking after our course, 21st like, birthday. Yeah. We like go by all these fantastic food and drink places and my husband goes in and orders chicken strips. <laughs> in America, which is the only place that offers chicken strips Yeah, there. I mean, of course, that's very America. So we headed from there over to Japan. Uh, obviously, we hit up the sake bar. We already talked about that. But we also tried the teriyaki chicken buns, which are steam-filled buns with chicken, vegetables, and sweet teriyaki sauce. And those buns, though. That was by far the cutest food we've had. Oh, and it was so, so cute. good. It was adorable. So good. So that's definitely, I think producer Marshall already said that that was his favorite of the day. Yeah. Um, it was my favorite last year. Right now, China's still holding strong with the oh, that pancake? That beef pancake thing, which I don't think I discussed on the last one that we ate that. But that, by far, to me, best thing I've eaten all day. Mm -hmm. All right, then we went to Morocco, and y'all had the hummus fries. The hummus fries were oh, amazing. They were like little spicy fried hummus squares. Uh -huh. So think of like french fries, but not made of potato, just all like fried hummus. And it's spicy fried hummus. Yeah, and we also had a mimosa royale. I mean, you know, we had to get our uh, mimosa fix in again, which was uh, sparkling wine and orange juice topped with orange liqueur, uh, which was quite tasty. That was pretty good. Uh -huh. All right, then we passed by Belgium and said, hey, Belgium and went straight to Brazil. Oh my God, we all got the Brazilian cheese bread. Oh. So freaking okay, good. So forking good. It was so forking good. Pio de Coelho. I'm sure I murdered that, but it was so good. And I had the Casa Valdoga Brut Rosé, mm -hmm. and it was delicious. It was a good dry brut rosé. Oh, yum. And then we made our way over to France, and uh, like we said, we headed straight over to the Champagne Bar, and I have just heard, oh my God, everyone, I can't can't tell you live from the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. My fiance has literally just handed me a frozen passion fruit martini. Ooh. Ooh. And it's called a passion martini slush. That sounds fancy. Vodka, Grey Goose, Le Citron, Cranberry, and Passion Fruit. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. That looks amazing. I was going to say, you're all are looking at it right now. Right. I'm holding it in my like hand. Like one step away from like sticking my finger in there and like scooping some out. I'm not going to lie. It's frozen. I can do that, right? We got places to be and drinks to drink. We do. We still got Ireland, Canada. And you still got half a flight. And if you're not going to drink that in the next two seconds, I am. If you touch my champagne, girl, boom, boom, boom. So, listeners, we'll check back in later, but we're all going to peace out so we can do the rest of France. Holla! Eureka! Eureka. <laughs> we are coming at you from a future world, 
and the Light Lab, which will be our last and final stop of the night here at Disney's Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Woo! Alrighty, so as we're sitting here, we are doing a little bit of a taste testing on the Cider Flight, which has the original Sin Dry Rose Hard Cider, a Three Daughters Brewing Blueberry Peppercorn Hard Cider, and the Cider Boy Zenberry Hard Cider. That's actually which, different. It's actually a mimosa cider. Oh. They changed it. They changed it. Yeah. Mimosa cider. Did they change it just for us? Yeah, they heard we were coming and they're like, whoa. Okay. We want the mimosa cider. Stop, look, and listen. Mimosa cider all the way. Honestly, my favorite would have been that blueberry peppercorn hard cider. That was amazing. So good. That was, that's like a really good fix. If you can't have champagne and you want something more uh, cider sipping worthy, it's kind of got the carbonation like you do, like the bubbles of a champagne. Yeah. But that had a unique flavor with the blueberry and the peppercorn. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked that original thin dry rosé hard cider that one was um, really good just a good straightforward dry cider nice dry cider yep. all right Lindsay what'd you try in the light lab so I had this champagne bubble bubble concoction Ooh. and it glue in the dark it glowed in the dark fancy it was multicolored too. It's yeah. multicolored and it has those beads that pop in your mouth and give you like a mouth explosion. The, the boba beads? Boba beads. <laughs> they were pretty good. They were pretty amazing. Yeah. What all was in that drink? Um, I think it was just champagne and the boba beads. Was it? Yeah, and then when they when they get full, they burst and make it flavorful. Oh, okay. With all of the, like, it's tropical flavors, it yeah. seems like. All right, so what else have we tried since our last check-in? <laughs> I feel like we tried a bunch of things. Also, let's check in real quick. What is our drunkenness level at this point in time? Between 1 and 10. Last time, I think we were all around a 6, 7. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I've moved on up. This is Jess. Hello. I've moved on up. <laughs> Moving on up. Big Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Producer Marsha and I got this Guinness Bailey's milkshake, and I hate Guinness. It was so delicious. I wish we'd got eight of those. It was so good. I missed you guys having that. How did I miss that? Oh I never tasted God. that. It was so oh, I think good. It was in Ireland. It was so good that we drank it while y'all were still in line getting like the pudding thing. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Sorry about that. We were like, Sorry about oh, the look. Guinness will split it because it's Guinness. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely, they, they talked about getting like two and I was like, oh, it's Guinness. I was like, I don't think I'm going to want that either. It's too sweet. And then they came out with one to share and I was like, this is amazing. It's just so amazing. It had, like, chocolate shavings in it. Ah. Uh, so good. Ireland did have some really good stuff because um, I had a warm chocolate pudding with Irish cream liqueur on it. It was so good. Yeah, right? That it was delicious. Kind of like the consistency of, like, uh, a lava cake. So if anyone's yeah. ever had a lava yeah. cake, it, it confused me because when it, for they, they said warm chocolate pudding, I was expecting, like, warm pudding. But that was, like, lava cake consistency, yeah. and it was so delicious. I know. 
it paired well with that milkshake. Uh, it did. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> and we jumped from there over to the uh, flavors of fire, and we tried some chicken wings, and we tried some skirt steak on corn cakes. It was like an open face corn cake sandwich thing. It was so delicious. I don't remember what sauce was on it. It was like a white cream sauce over yeah, it. Yeah, it was kind of like a tzatziki sauce. It was actually. kind of like a tzatziki sauce, a little bit like that. It was so delicious. That one was was a highlight. And we ran into people from Tennessee there, so I feel like it was just all meant to be. Oh, um, I stopped in New Zealand and had some frozen wine. Oh, that was the Kim Crawford's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love a good Kim Crawford wine. Yeah. And this one was frozen. It was delicious. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we have to address this because there's so much kind of noise going on in the background right now now we're like on our way to like end our day as we've been here like all day at Epcot and there is like a straight up dance party disco happening outside the doors we're going straight there after we sign off yeah uh, clearly we should yeah so every time the doors open there's a bit of a disco party in the background I, we're, we're kind of getting well no I think I'm on that level so I think we're there we're, we're all there. there we've been drinking we had a dance party in the street with my umbrella I don't know what y'all are talking yeah. about Oh, yeah. Um, so, friends, in case you haven't noticed, we've been talking about how hot it has been all day. So, when we stopped in China, they were selling these lovely, beautiful parasols. So, we stopped to get them. And guess what? When you buy them, they will write your name in Chinese characters if you ask them. So, duh, we had to do it. I'm curious as to what it actually says on mine. Because uh, yours says, come young dong. I feel like it does say something like that on there. And I'm pretty sure that the girl behind the counter also probably like signed her own initials like underneath it because like yours and mine look very similar underneath like the second character like she's just marking like her initials down there just to yeah be, like, here it is. I feel like she was like here we're gonna draw this and then we're gonna just put my own initials right here okay, right. okay so listeners in case you you don't know and I, I haven't been here since I was six so I didn't remember like in the different countries in Epcot you actually have to be from that country to work in that country. So like actual Chinese people worked in China. Um, so actual French people worked in France. We mentioned that earlier when we right. asked the people in France to actually say their, uh, the, how to pronounce the champagne. Right. So like it's very authentic. So I mean I don't know. So maybe we really did get authentic our real you know Chinese character names on there. Maybe. Or maybe they just played a real funny joke on us. I don't know. But we had fun getting our parasols yeah. in China. It helped a lot. Shielded the sun and they're gorgeous. And we took some great pictures. Yep. They had some really good fans as well. If you're going to be here in Florida, like, you know, 10 of the 12 months of the year when it's ungodly hot, um, <laughs> then you should definitely stop by, get a parasol, take it with you to all the parks. Obviously, it's park friendly. Or we'll bring an umbrella of uh, your own, but the parasols are also just cool. I mean, they're neat, they're different, they're fun to play with in pictures. If you've been following along on our Instagram story, which we have saved, so you can go back and check it out. It's under, I think, Disney Fun on our Instagram. Um, go check it out. There's a bunch of pictures of us playing around in the different worlds with our parasols. Um, yeah, and there's a good way to find your party if you're lost. 
<laughs> as producer Marshall points out, that was the best way to keep track of us as we drunkenly walked away from him several times. Because I was usually dancing. All right, guys, hey, we got to go get to this dance party. Clearly. That we do. All right, we got to make it around the world another time, too, before we leave. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Man, we've had a great time here. We would like to thank the Epcot Food and Wine Festival for having us. Yeah. Yes. This has been an amazing day, an amazing trip. Uh, we love everything about this Food and Wine Festival. You should all check it out. It happens every year between late August and early November. Next time we will come the latest we can go. <laughs> yeah. Next time we'll go in early November. <laughs> to beat that heat. Um, but it has been an amazing experience. And I say I would come again anytime. Absolutely. Anytime. We would also like to thank Layla, Laurie, and Aaron for taking us around the parks today for showing us all the fun happenings both between Animal Kingdom and Epcot. Uh, it's customary for them not to show up until after dark considering this Florida blazing heat we've mentioned multiple times. So they were nice enough to spend their day sweating with us and telling us their favorite foods, their favorite drinks, making sure we didn't miss anything and being our gracious tour guides. And we appreciate it and we love you guys. Yes. Thank you once again, Layla, Lai, and Erin. Thank you. Layla, Layla, Laurie, and Erin. Oh my gosh, guys, that was so fun. I am so glad we got to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So one of my favorite things were all the t-shirts we saw. Right, because obviously we ourselves had t-shirts. Yeah, we did. We had some amazing ones that Lindsay here made for us. So we'll have to post a picture of us wearing those. Mm -hmm. um, Lindsay here made us some amazing shirts for our day at Epcot. Lindsay, do you want to explain those shirts to us? Yeah, so there were three wine glasses and they were all villain themed. So there were um, Corella de Vil was one of the wine glasses. Maleficent was another. And Ursula was the other one. And it said, you can't sip with us. It was perfect. We got so many compliments on those shirts. They were so fantastic. And the villains are very appropriate for like October, Halloween, mm -hmm. right? Yep. I saw a bunch of guys with the same shirts, except they had beer mugs like with a Mickey Mouse on them. And it said, you can't chug with us. Oh, nice. That's so cute. <laughs> and where does that you can't sip with us quote come from? Mean Girls. Oh, nice. That's right. And we're actually recording this on a Mean Girls Day. Oh, love it. Fantastic. Um, so like we had our matching shirts, right? But like literally, like you couldn't turn two feet and not see someone who was wearing some kind of drinking shirt or some kind of Disney themed shirt, like adults. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. They were so good. There were so many shirts everywhere. If you didn't have on a themed shirt, like you were the outcast in this entire park. Yeah, sorry for you. Yeah. yeah. You're failing at life. Pretty much. So, some of my favorites. Um, I loved the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Bubbly shirts. Mm -hmm. Loved that. Especially because it kind of goes along with the Disney theme. It goes along with the Halloween theme. And, of course, the drinking theme. Yeah. Um, another one was the Hakuna Mimosa. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That definitely means no worries for the rest of your day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, are, what are some of y'all's favorites? 
I liked the outline of Mary Poppins, and it said Mary Poppin bottles. Oh my yes. god, love it! That's so cute. I need all of these shirts. I know, like all um, of them. Yes, um, I saw a group of moms apparently, and their shirt was mini moms and mimosas. Love that. Yes, um, and then I also saw what appeared to be a bachelorette party, and their shirt was tail as old as wine. Loved that. I saw that one. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, to go along with Beauty and the Beast. Um, and I was like, I just want, I'm not even a mom, but I want all of these shirts. The cat lady in me definitely saw some amazing cute shirts that went along with that. Thing right there too. with you. Mm-hmm. There was the one shirt that says Disney cat lady mm-hmm. and it had all of the aristocrats cats on it yeah it was like the <laughs> cutest thing i wanted that shirt so bad and i went mm-hmm. into a store and like all they had was extra smalls and uh, i was like no yeah i will probably be ordering that shirt online and then i need Lindsay to make me this shirt i saw a woman there had a shirt on and it has nothing to do with anything else but i thought it was the greatest shirt ever and it said on Saturdays we wear cat shirts <laughs> and i i need that shirt in my life like in immediately. Okay. <laughs> well, can we make it say on Catterdays we wear cat shirts and drink mimosas? Or I can say on Catterdays we wear cat shirts and drink champagne. Well, that too. That too. Yeah. So I like, like it. Forget mimosas, just drink straight up champagne. I yep. like that. Can you yep. make that happen, Lindsay? Yeah, I can do it. Request ordered. <laughs> yep, because Jess needs one too. <laughs> there was one that was cute. It was not Disney related. It was more Universal related, but they wore it at Disney. It said, it's mimosa, not mimosa. <laughs> I think if I said that right. Oh yeah, like a kind of like a Harry Potterish. Yeah, uh, like Hermione shirt. Yeah, yep. I mean, literally everyone was wearing like uh, just drinking shirts with any kind of theme that they could make. I did like all of the old men that were wearing shirts that say "I don't wear matching shirts," but they were clearly <laughs> uh, like someone made them a customized shirt that said I don't wear matching Disney shirts yeah 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 <laughs> and I'm like and I saw that on more than one guy so I was like technically you are wearing matching shirts with other people you just don't know it <laughs> yeah and there was one older gentleman and he had that shirt and there were some like Mickey ears outlined in there and I was like oh sir <laughs> you've given in you just don't even know you don't even know there was the cutest oldest couple and they were holding hands and the the wife said um, best day ever and it had like Mickey Mouse ears and his said most expensive day ever oh. with Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> that is fantastic and so true. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Disney. Yeah. We love you. You are expensive. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, I don't think I fully appreciated when I was younger how expensive Disney was, but boy, let me tell you, I fully appreciate it now, mm-hmm. but it was fully 100,000% worth it because like I want all the Disney things Ever. I can't even tell you, everyone, how much I've already looked up all the Disney baking um, utensils and baking pans that I can buy at this moment. All the things. All the things. We know what Jess is getting for Christmas. <laughs> all Disney stuff. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. So enough about Disney. Y'all have heard about it for a while now. Yep. Let's talk about Universal Halloween Horror Nights in the haunted houses that we went to. Yes, this was the bonus to our trip. Yep. Bonus. Bonus. We went for the food and wine. We stayed for the haunts. Yep. And Harry Potter. Let's face it. We uh, all love Harry Potter world. And Harry Potter. We went for Harry Potter world too. Although uh, after our last uh, episode where we were talking about this, my stepmother uh, sent me a message that said, it is the wizarding world of Harry Potter, not Harry Potter world. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's still Harry Potter World. 
But she is right. It's definitely the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. (laughs) But it was so much fun. I loved Universal. I loved getting to take you guys to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time. Especially, like, we've already talked about this before. Like, we all love haunted houses. Yes. So what were your favorite ones at Halloween Horror Nights? I think our our favorite, all three of us, was the Poltergeist. Uh, It was amazing. Yeah. That's, I think, the consensus. Yeah. The only way you would not have enjoyed that is if you did if you've never seen the movie. Yeah. That was like probably one of the creepiest and well put together haunted houses that I've ever been in ever. It was inside, but they had it raining on you. Yep. And spoiler alert, if you've never seen Poltergeist, uh they built the house on top of, of a cemetery. Yeah. Graveyard dead people mm-hmm. so when you go into the haunted house like literally you're like entering the pool like level like underground underground with the caskets it was so creepy and so awesome yes and then the they had a stranger things one mm-hmm. too which was like the big highlight everyone was excited about that i think it falls in line with like my third favorite not because it wasn't scary i think those demogorgons definitely scared the crap out of me yeah. a few times mm-hmm. but um I felt it was a little bit, there's only so much they can do with that one. It was cool because it was kind of like being in the show. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, other than that, I don't think there was anything that like kind of like, uh, there wasn't anything unexpected because if you've seen Stranger Things, you kind of know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But I, their Demogorgon like costumes were pretty legit. Yeah. No, they, it was really great. But it was just, it was just like the cool factor of it was amazing. It was pretty awesome. Yep. There was a haunted fairy tale one. There was a carnival one. There was a zombie one. There was like an old haunted movie set one where it's like it went through a couple different old movies. Yeah. Which was kind of just corny in a way. Um, I think it was like Yeti Swamp Things was one of the movie posters. (laughs) But it was kind of cool that they did like a little nod back to like the old school haunting movies. The Trick or Treat one was pretty amazing. Yeah, I liked that one. For being like a really like cult following kind Mm -hmm. of movie. Like Mm -hmm. I've never seen the movie, but like I kind of want to watch it now. Uh, Me too. And then there was the one that did like the Purge and the Happy Happy Death Death Day, Day. Mm -hmm. which I think we all kind of agreed. They probably could have done a little bit more with that one. But that Happy Death Day thing, like character kept popping out in front of me like three times. That's the only thing that got to me was like, okay, dude. I liked how (laughs) they did that. I've never seen the movie, although my husband saw it and actually said it was pretty good. But the main character keeps waking up and repeating the day. Mm -hmm. So the house was repeating the same thing except the person jumped out at you from different angles so it was really kind of interesting Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool like i said it got me every time but (laughs) there were some pretty awesome things there (laughs) so one thing that we didn't mention were the scare zones and what were the scare zones so there were different places in the park that weren't necessarily a haunted house but the area was a theme Mm -hmm. that was scary Mm-hmm. So there was the Vampire New Year's Eve party from 1985. That was pretty amazing. Loved it. Because there were vampires like dress up as like famous musicians, right? There was like a prince vampire. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they would come up to you with a knife and try to scare you a little bit. But it wasn't like crazy scary. No, because really I was just like dancing to like Prince's like music. Yes. And when we were inside of a haunted house, my husband and Layla were outside and Thriller came on. And they all stopped what they were doing and got on the stage and did the dance. That is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so, and the scare zones are like just areas that you kind of walk into, which is kind of neat too, because it, like like she said, it's not like walking into a haunted house where 
you're like expecting certain things, you just go into these certain streets and certain marked off areas where they would have a different theme of these different frights. Yep. And they'd kind of sneak up on different people. Sometimes they'd stop and pose with people for pictures and stuff. But for the most part, they were just like trying to scare people. And it was just awesome. And another one was the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is... Again, it won an award for best movie ever. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what were some of the other ones? <laughs> um, there was that Harvesty Pumpkin one, which was like mine um, and Will, my fiance's favorite, because there were like all these jack-o'-lantern lights in these trees. I, of course, got a picture with this jack-o'-lantern um, harvest man. Um, and it was just really creepy and amazing. Like, it was just these harvest jack-o'-lantern people. Mm-hmm. Those were so creepy. Yeah. I loved that area, though. It just looked the coolest. Oh, yeah, 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 it was just, like, very fall, but creepy. I loved it. I want to figure out how to put lit up pumpkins in our tree out front. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like lit up pumpkin lights. It was amazing. All throughout the entire trees and all along the walkways. It just looks so cool. Uh, I got to go back to the the killer clowns alley because did y'all see me getting dissed by a clown? No. (laughs) I got straight up dissed by a clown. I think Marshall has photographic evidence of this because (laughs) like I tried to post a picture with a guy and he just stood there for a second and then turned and walked away. So <laughs> there's like a picture of him staring at me creepily from the side and then a picture of him like walking away and me being like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. I got straight up dissed by a killer clown oh. from outer space. <laughs> wow. Oh. Boo clown. Yeah. Well, I have to say, um, I just went through Hulu has their Huluween um stuff where they show all their Halloween movies and TV shows and stuff that they've just added. Yes. Um, And Killer Clowns from Outer Space (gasps) is on there. Yes. I think we need to plan a movie night. So I guess I'm going to have to see this for the first time ever now. Okay. Champagne movie night. Yeah, we can put cotton candy in our champagne. Yes. make it very festive. Yeah. All the gummy bears. All the gummy bears and cotton candy. I feel like it has to be like a festival. Yeah, I think so. I love it. Uh, So yeah, that whole night and day and stuff just put me in the mood for Halloween. It was great. So before Halloween Horror Nights, we had actually been walking around not one, but two amusement parks the entire day. And this is our third day of walking around on our sore, achy feet. So we went to Universal Studios. We went to Islands of Adventure. And one of the coolest things about this whole thing and why we got the park hopper pass between these two parks was because they have Harry Potter World or the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, as my stepmother corrected me last time. Um, (laughs) Between these two parks, they have half of it in the Islands of Adventure Park and half of it is inside Universal. And if you have the park hopper, you can ride on the train, the Hogwarts Express, Mm -hmm. to get from one side of the park to the other side. Only if you have the hopper pass, which we had. So we started on the Universal side and went into Harry Potter World. And explain that was what that was like, because for someone who's like never been there, like what is it like when you all of a sudden realize like you're walking into like this scene from a movie? Well, you walk into Diagon Alley and you kind of walk through the wall. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're walking through the wall and you get in there and it is the shops mm-hmm. and Gringotts Bank and the dragon on top of Gringotts uh, Bank that actually breathes fire and the bakeries and... Um, the one shop, Ollivanders, and just so much stuff. Yeah, I was just like, everything is here. Everything. It was shocking. I think I just stood there for a minute and like soaked it in. And then I was like, I should take a picture of this. And then I like walked forward. And then I like kind of looked down the random alley. And then it was Nocturne Alley, which Mm -hmm. is like the 
like dangerous dark wizard alley with like Borgen and Burks, which is the dark wizard magic alley that like Harry Potter finds himself in. They made it like legit dark in there. So yeah. it's like as soon as you walk in, there's the other than the natural light at the entrance and the exit of the the yeah. alley. Yeah. Did you notice like how dark it uh-huh. was? Like they closed off even the ceiling area so that you you really were kind of enveloped in the darkness as opposed to like it being Yeah. Like natural daylight and And they like turned on the air conditioner or something so that it was like cold and like it was amazing. They put in a lot of effort to make that whole area just um, so much like the movies. Yeah. I, I just thought, I, I was super impressed with that. And they had like the pet store, mm-hmm. which I wanted to go in and buy like a Crookshanks and like an owl and... All the things. Yeah, I wanted to go in and buy all the things. All the things. And they even had the Weasleys yeah. store. Oh, yeah. So the with all of their, their pranks. <laughs> it was just so much fun just kind of getting to see all of those things. Mm-hmm. So what did y'all think about the Skate from Gringotts ride? I loved that ride. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just so cool how... Y- you know, it, it, it watching the movie, it looks like they're on a ride practically, and they're like little mining cart and going through trying to get to the different vaults. So being on a ride where you kind of get to ride along with them as they're doing that was just super cool. Yeah, you're you like know? in that train car that goes through the different vaults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my favorite is that I think like the whole setup of that ride is that like Bill Weasley, who works for Gringotts, is basically like, oh, hey, Muggle or whoever, you want to come set up an account at Gringotts? Like, let me show you around. Like, that's the frame story of that ride. But then you're all of a sudden caught up in like the whole Harry Potter story of like looking for the horcruxes looking for the horcruxes and like all this bad business is going down and bill's like oh shiznit this like stuff is going on like let me help you out here oh voldemort's going on don't worry and so like it's a really fun ride you're seeing all this stuff going on and then at the end of it bill's like oh hey like hope you enjoyed your stay at gringotts like hope you still want to open account here so it was kind of like just this really like fun actiony ride with like a little bit of cheeky british harry potter humor and so that i was like oh this ride's amazing it's like cool mm-hmm. to be part of the storyline oh, yeah, yeah it was so and then we got on the hogwarts express yeah mm-hmm. we ran into nine and three quarters platform mm-hmm. that was so cool oh my god i like i didn't even know that that was a thing that was part of this but of course it was like where you like see people and then you yourself like disappear into the platform it's so cool that was such uh, that's one of my favorite parts about going through that like Mm -hmm. i love that they made the train kind of like a ride i mean not your traditional ride it's not like a roller coaster or anything like that but the the walking through the line and all of that i mean it's like you're there, part of the movie. I just thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. So and we got on the train, and the Dementors tried to get us. But don't worry, Harry saved us. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. And we get over to um, Hogsmeade. Yeah, Hogsmeade, and- which is on the Islands of Adventure side mm-hmm. of the parks. And so over there on that side, of course, like the buildings, they look like they had snow on top of them, which is crazy because it's like we're in Florida in like this. Uh, tremendous heat wave mm-hmm. <laughs> it was but it was so cool degrees. but it, it was cool because it was like we got to see like this other like you, you still kind of felt like part of the harry potter world in Hogsmeade with snow mm-hmm. and the ice around you um and over there they had the castle yeah so or hogwarts so we went into the hogwarts uh castle and then we kind of got to go on a ride that 
I think part of the coolest thing about that was actually going through the ride line to get mm-hmm. on the ride because they take they take you almost on a tour of the whole castle. The whole castle. Yeah. I mean, you get to see the talking paintings uh, that are kind of like interacting with you a little bit. You get to see Dumbledore's office. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just super cool to get to see all of that stuff. And then by the time you get to the ride, you're like not annoyed that you were waiting in line the whole time because you got to see so much. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even have to wait in line that very long, but what we did was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually, out of the two rides, I think I like that one the best. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. I mean, I, I think the, the Gringotts one is, is fun, but something about the, the other one, like in getting to kind of be a part of like when, like flying through like on a broom for like Quidditch and stuff. I just mm-hmm. think that that's so cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that a lot. The, just all the detail of Hogsmeade itself. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was all like Honey Dukes, which is a sweet shop. That was amazing. And just we also rode the Hippogriff ride. Yes. Which was a short little ride, but that was over by Hagrid's Hut, which was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, which was and also gave us a great view of like the Hogwarts castle overall. Mm-hmm. It was just it was amazing. And then from there, we kind of all ran around Islands of Adventure, got to go on a couple different rides mm-hmm. before we made our way back over to Universal to do the Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. yeah. Justin and I were so hot, we went on some water rides because we wanted a little sprinkle and got drenched. Mm -hmm. But y'all looked like so cool the rest of the night. And I legit mean like you look cooled off. We were great, (laughs) except for our shoes, our chinny shoes that were sopping wet. And we were like, squeak, 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 squeak. (laughs) It was better than me. I was just like a hot, sweaty mess the rest (laughs) of the time. (laughs) But we walked over 40 miles in like three days. So I still feel it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of recovery time for that. We also probably drank a lot, you know, maybe a a few during that time frame. Just a couple, just a few. That could have maybe affected all of that. (laughs) You know, man, what a trip it was. All right, Jess, I can't wait to hear about your drinking thinking cap. What you thinking after this trip? Look and listen, my head is exploding with all the ideas I have, but here's what I'm going to start with. Just a little hint. I'm not going to tell you all the details, but all this talk of wizards with Harry Potter and y'all know I got some witches ideas from Disney, maybe some evil queens, maybe some Sanderson sisters for all you Hocus Pocus fans. We saw them at Disney. We We saw them at Disney. Uh, Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Maybe I have uh, to start off with, I got some uh, cocktails are brewing in my brain right now. So that's what I have to say about that. So please stay tuned, friends and listeners, for some recipes that will be coming very shortly. I'm going to be experimenting, like, in the next few days. Stay tuned. I already have all the ideas bubbling and brewing in my brain. Yes, I want all of those to be made before Halloween so I can try all of them. Oh, they're coming before then. Requests made. They're coming before then. All right, let's get to drink about it. Reasons you drink, whether good or bad, we want to hear about it. Trina, what you drinking about? I am drinking about the return to work. Mm. Boo. Don't get me wrong. I love my job, but I also love Disney World and food and wine festivals and Universal and Harry Potter and Halloween Horror Nights. And my feet really hurt 
So <laughs> I'm drinking about returning to work and all the pain that I still have from walking 40 miles in three days. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all cheers to that one. But yep. yeah. it's a happy cheers because we have all the happy memories. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The ones we can remember. And and some fuzzy ones. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jess, what are you drinking about? I'm drinking about my love slash anxiety uh, because hockey season returns tomorrow. Woo! Go Preds. Let's go Predators. Let's go Predators. That's right. Uh, the regular season starts away from home tomorrow in the New York area with the Rangers. And I'm real excited. I have my regular season tickets, full season tickets. So I will be going to plenty of Preds games. So my uh, anxiety is starting back uh, because, you know, even though it's just the start of the season, I'll be anxious because, you know, that's how I roll. So I'm drinking about that. Maybe I'll actually go to a game this year since I can drink the now that I'm not pregnant. Amen to that. Amen to that. You missed like all of them last season. Yeah. I'm not going to a sporting event where I can't drink. <laughs> Come on now. I usually need to drink at the Preds games because that's how I get through. Makes me feel better. So that's me. What about you, Lindsay? I'm drinking two um the sweet nothings that my husband says to me. Oh okay. sorry, what? what? <laughs> so we were driving down the road last week and he said something mean. <laughs> okay. What did he say to you? I Gosh. Uh, that, Do we need to beat him up? Probably. And um, I was like, you're about to make me turn into the Hulk. Oh. Like, I'm getting mad. Mm. And he's like, you would be the She-Hulk. And I was like, oh, is she green? He's like, yeah, with boobs. And of course, I was like, oh, is that who you masturbate to? And he's like, no, I masturbate to you. And I was like, that is the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> it was so romantic. Oh Not the she cold version of you, but just you. Yeah. That's, that's, you know oh. what? That's so sweet. And I mean, he has a creepy lot of to tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. I'm so nice. That's so nice. I'm so glad. So. With the internet, there's a lot of options. So I just felt like, that was sweet. You're beating all the competition. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm sure it's not true, but I'm still going to count it. Well, I'm glad. Count it. I'm so glad. <laughs> Counting that. Count that one. Good old husband. Hooray. <laughs> Just wait, Jess. Married life. Hashtag married life. <laughs> Hashtag married life. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. Can't wait. <laughs> hey, I'm finally going to go pick out my uh, wedding rings this weekend, I think. So, hooray. Ooh. <laughs> Ow. Champagne trivia. Champagne trivia. Champagne trivia. Champagne trivia. All right. The question from last episode that neither of you knew. What, what's the question? <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> what is rosé? Pink wine. Pink champagne. <laughs> yeah, pink champagne with bubbles. So it's kind of a mixture between red and white wine. Oh. Um, they use the the color from the grape skins, but not enough for it to actually qualify as a red wine. Mm-hmm. Mm. But isn't it oh. usually a little bit more bubbly? Because otherwise, wouldn't it be like a white Zinfandel, which usually is also yeah, a it does kind have of rosé wine? Um, and it's actually the oldest known type of wine. 
Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. What's our new question, Lindsay? So this question is about Disney. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. What Disney park does not serve alcohol and why? Hmm. I know y'all know which park because I fussed about it the whole time. I know exactly which park because I've been to all of them. But and I've asked for alcohol you know in all of them. <laughs> why? Um, I'm going to guess. Well, I already know what park, so I'm not going to say which park. But I'm going to guess it has to do with the rides. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I remember any of what you fussed about. All right, you want to know or you have a guess, tune in next episode. You can also check out our social media, Instagram and Facebook at The Champagne Way. And uh, you can guess there. Yay. And please stay tuned to our social media pages, Instagram and Facebook, as we are going to do a giveaway. Woohoo! Giveaways! Yay, I love giveaways! Giveaways! Can I Hashtrag? win? Free stuff. No, you can't win, I can't Trina. Win. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free stuff, though. I love giving away free stuff. No, because we're doing a lovely Halloween giveaway. Woo woo! Halloween giveaway. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yes, 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 yes. Alrighty. So follow us as we said before on Instagram at the Champagne Way and on Facebook also at the Champagne Way. What we may or may not talk about on the next episode. Did we all get too trashed from trying to celebrate the 21st episode of the Champagne Way? Did Jess quit her job and kidnap Lindsay and myself and take us back to Disney World? Yes. Did we all overdose on all the candy that we got from Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party? And are we not going to make it to episode number 22? Who knows? Stay tuned. Find Woo. out next time. Are we ever going to learn how to properly pronounce vous-avez-clicquois? I think I said that even wrong. Vous-avez-clicquois. 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 Brute. Kumquat. Stay tuned in the next episode to find out if any of that occurs. Probably won't. We would like to send out a special thank you to Epcot Food and Wine Festival for having us, as well as producer Marshall for putting up with us on the trip and editing this episode, and hopefully it won't take five and a half hours like last episode, and the Second Sound Productions. We appreciate you. For everyone else who has made it to the end of this recording, thank you for staying tuned in. Good, good night. <laughs>